Hi everybody, welcome to the Ordinary Extraordinary Podcast with Coach Ken. In this episode, I talk to Gavin Bourne, the winner of the Kerry Way Ultra. How's it going Gavin? What's the crack pal? Um, so yeah, I'm here now with Gavin, um, Gavin Bourne, the winner of the Kerry Way Ultra. <laughs> and thanks. Good, good. And again Gavin, thanks very much for doing this for me. I really appreciate you meeting up with me. Um, First of all, Luke, tell, tell us a little bit, a bit about yourself, um, your background as a kid and growing up, and just a little quick rundown no, as you can. Good question, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I suppose I, I'm from around this area, Parmistown, so I live in Ballyfermot now, but uh, when I grew up, I didn't start running until I was about 26, so that was about seven years ago from now, so 23 now. Started 26, working as a diesel mechanic, and now I'm a train driver, so that's basically a little bit about me yeah. nice one nice one then um how did you get into running by the way what what were you into sports as a young kid or no i wasn't really into sports at all when i was younger I played a bit of golf that was about it i'd say um yeah, a bit of golf a bit of pitch and putting then a bit of, a bit of serious golf in the golf societies Danny, in, in work and stuff and then um how did i get into running i suppose one day i remember being in work one day when i was and i just felt like I needed to do something new needed a change so I just started going for a, just just went out for a run and, and loved it from then on. Like at the time I was still smoking and stuff, so I think I was trying to get up to 1K and then within about a month maybe I had it at 10K, so. Deadly. Got up to that then, yeah, and then, then it kind of excelled. Deadly, that's one thing with me as well, the, the cigarettes, right? I, like I've done it for years and the running out, I'm only recently off them, I'm not going to say it anymore than that. <laughs> but for me, it's a massive help for you to run and doesn't it around the likes of that smoke and bad living like it, it, whatever it does to your brain function I find that it makes you want to live a healthier life yeah. and then you want to get faster and it just changes the mentality as well it gives you it gives you something else to do to curb the, the addiction or whatever but that's why I say um, they say ultra, most ultra runners have a bit of an addiction problem like so right. running is their new addiction kind of thing yeah that's why that you say that because I, I got into triathlons and Ironman recently and the guy who I met, who, who got me into it, I was talking to him and he said it, he goes, and then when I looked into it, a lot of triathletes are the same. Yeah, a lot of them struggle yeah. with drug, with drink, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and other problems like same that. Same over in England and Ireland, a lot, a lot of them would have had some kind of a... Um, Especially with fucking drink, drink in Ireland, I suppose. Drinking and whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. So yeah. we were on the subject about your brain function. It's something that I always looked into around running. It definitely... It definitely does give you the runner's high, doesn't it? Ah, oh, definitely, especially the longer stuff. Um, yeah, uh, I, I love it in any way, especially when you have a good race and you finish and you, the you feeling finish, after. finishing with energy, like, yeah. is, is a great feeling. No, there's but, nothing like it. And is that, does that only happen to you on big runs, do you think? No, 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 it happens all the time. Sometimes, it, like, if you're recovering after an ultra and you're dying for a few weeks, at eggs aren't great. Eventually, then, when it clicks... That you're back running well, you kind of get it again, like you're enjoying running again. For the first few weeks after the likes of Kerry there, you wouldn't be enjoying getting out too much. Like, but <laughs> eventually then it's just one of them runs and you, and you just love it and, you, and you're back at, back at it again. Deadly, deadly, yeah. deadly. So come here, why ultra running over running like in general? I always I always get asked that question and I never really have an answer for it. No? Uh, it's just something. I don't really know why. It's, it's just be, I suppose... The, the, the type of ultra running I like is being out in, in, in the mountains for, for hours and hours and hours. So normally you're covering, you're covering like, could be 100 miles in the most scenic place in the world. So, and that like, in itself is a buzz, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just to be out there around some some beautiful parts like in France or, or Argentina it was last year. So just oh, running, so it's beautiful. Good, good, good trips. 
Yeah, for me, it's um, I always like I, I loved running, and then I remember getting a little taste for ultra running, and it was with the Dublin Mountain Running Club that I done a little t- a test run with. It was like a trail runner, I think, when they were starting out. Yeah. And the buzz, like, although running is tough, like, and I found it really hard the first bit, <laughs> the uphills. Yeah. But when I got to the top and you were going across them mountains, like, I think that's what it is for us, for humans, is seeing that, being out in nature, feeling that buzz, isn't it? Yeah, once you get used to the uphills, like, once you learn how to run uphill, it's, mm. it's different, you know. It's hard at the start for everyone to run mountains, but eventually, eventually you get used to, to, the, to the type of breathing or whatever it is, type of leg muscles. Yeah, so you get, but it gets, um, it gets easier. Yeah, that's just like anything. I suppose the more you deal with practice, yeah. I say to people, even when practice anything, a good snooker player will sit on the snooker table all day long yeah, until exactly. he becomes good at yeah, it. Do you know point. what I mean? So, um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Back, I've seen on your Instagram one of them that you ran for Ireland, did you? Yeah. What was that about? Yeah, yeah, ran for Ireland twice. Um, once in 2018 at the Trail World Championship. That was um, uh, about a 52 mile race in Spain. So I was lucky enough, I went to the qualifying race in 2018. It was a race called, it was a race called the Tucker Trail. And it was a 50 mile race in Glendalough. And um, I, I went there with not the expectation of qualifying, to be honest, because I didn't, I didn't fancy my chances back then. Right. I was only, I was still, I, I still felt new to running in, in 2018, which is only two years ago. So I managed to, managed to win the qualifying race, lucky enough. So Brilliant. that was in 2018. So I got the, got to represent Ireland in 2018 and then again in 20, 2019 at the WMRA the World Mountain Running Association World Championship so I got done the qualifying race again for that in Ballyhoura in Limerick and um, managed to win that one as well lucky enough so that was a much shorter race it was only 40, 40k so Oi. I wasn't really expecting to do too well there Oi. I did well at the qualifier but didn't do too good at the world championship, but not right. the worst, not the worst. But look, okay, you're talking about a yeah. high level of fucking, yeah, yeah, the, the best of the best, the best in the world, yeah. like, and they are in it. Yeah. So, at the, the first race that you done where you qualified, did you find out just after the race where you shocked? I knew about it. Um, no, I didn't even. It was like people, people told me, "Ah, you qualified," but I still wasn't sure until a few days later when they got in touch looking for for all my details. Right. So then I kind of kind of knew I didn't I didn't believe it for a few days you know yeah and what's yeah. the what's the sorry for cutting across but what's the feeling like to, to run for your country uh, it's at, at the time I probably didn't appreciate it then but then in 2019 I started to really appreciate it more when I thought back about it just Deadly. how lucky I was to, to, to get a chance to qualify especially this year that it's all cancelled again this year so we don't get to deal with this year right. so yeah kind of as time goes past, I think you appreciate them kind of things more, you know. Right, and do you think you're gonna you're gonna go uh, in the future? There'll be more races yeah, that you might be able to run for there's Ireland. A few, there's a few different type of races I'd love to do rather than like there's no longer world championship anymore for now and anyway. So hopefully, hopefully that'll come back in the scene because that'd be more my thing, something over fifty miles. But I was looking at some of the what would they call it the the rawest form of ultra running, the track twenty four hour. Someday wow. I'd love. Someday, oh, Gavin! <laughs> someday I'd like to try 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 my chances at one of them. I've never done I've never done any track racing, so really? I'll jump in the deep end and try a twenty four hours at some stage in, in a year or two. Definitely. Yeah. Wow! So just for people that don't know, that's basically <laughs> running around in a fucking circle. Yeah, four hundred meter track or whatever. Four hundred meter track for twenty four hours. Now look at. I've never done it now, but. Right. <laughs> well, do you know what? I'm sitting here in shock because for me. 
I remember that when I started getting into long distance running, Donna D came up, someone said about Donna D, and I said, yeah, what is that? And he said, it's four loops. I said, not a fucking ten, chance. Ten, ten, ten oh, is it? Ten, five K loops. Right, ten. and I just thought, there's not a fucking chance I'm running around in circles. Yeah. <laughs> and there you are, wanting to run 24 right. hours. Well, wow. i give it a go. I don't know how it is. Yeah, meant yeah, to be one enough. of the hardest types of ultra running today with just a massive mental battle. I was going to say that the mental battle of it yeah. is just unreal. Because so, when you slow down, you have people passing it all the time because it's a loop. So if you get tired, it's just you're just getting demotivated all the time that's until, just, until you pick it back up. That's again. just breaking you down, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, well, you have to overcome it. That's what kind of ultra mm. running is about. So. Without a doubt, I was just going to say that to you about like, do you um, for, for me, right? I my my inspiration is my daughter because when she was born, like it, it took me over really a horrible place and it just made me get out running and doing all the good things in life and, and now I'm out there helping loads of people if I can and that's down the hole. But what mate, what motivates you? Is there anything that keeps you going in them dark times when you're... Uh, not really, no. <laughs> no, I'm just a sucker for punishment. Just, just getting out there and getting... getting I, I wouldn't like to... Like, let's say some of the race in France, say, when we go over there, they're expensive enough trips, so... I mean, you don't want to go over there and not finish. It's kind of, you're using up your holidays from work, you're going there, it's your, it's your, it's your holiday. Right. So you're not going there just to compete, and if you're doing shite, you'll drop out. You're there to finish and enjoy the moment. So, I mean, you change, you, your thoughts change throughout the day. It's it's, it's hard to know, really. It's, 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 it's a, a weird one, question. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. a tough question. Them ultra-running questions do be hard to answer, <laughs> though. Because Cause, it's not normal, like, what we do, but it's normal to me or you or whatever, you know? Yeah, it's it's, it's so, and you know, it's mad. Like, you're saying it's probably one of the hardest questions, but I truly always ask that question. I said it to one lad, um, I have him on my video on my YouTube channel, and he, I said to him, why do we do it? And he's just, it was, I don't know if you've seen him down there, he got the award for being the happiest trail runner. Oh. At the, did you remember him? Um, Michal, he's Polish. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I him, do remember, yeah. He just said he loves being out in nature. And blah, right. blah, blah. But Same. it is a tough question that's to ask, it, isn't it? That's what it's about, just being out there. Like in, most of the times the runs go well, say, well, not most of the times, but generally they go well. Um, so yeah, it's just about being out there in the hills and the and the nature, I suppose. And I think it's just being a human like, being, like like back in the day when we were chasing fucking ant yeah. reindeers or whatever around the place. <laughs> but you're out there for twenty four hours. You you don't have to think about anything else. Just you're running away from life almost. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's funny you say that. My mates are always saying, "Kenny, you stop running away from your problems." Yeah, <laughs> so they're gonna yeah, do yeah. me best. A lot of people say that one, all right? Yeah. Yeah, but look, it it is. It's something that we, me and you, can only sort of understand to a certain extent. I was up on um, I, I can't remember which section of the Kerry Way it was. It was the part where we were looking out to the to the right where all the ocean was. I know, yeah, can't I can't try to think of where um, from. Uh, it's about sixty k, is it? And seventy sixty. Um, it's during the day, so. Is it after? I can't remember off the anyway, head. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember running it's along and I made a video. I have a little movie I'm at the making because for me it was just to, to, to even, I, I stood there at the start line not thinking I was going to finish, right? Yeah. So for me to get, when I got to that play, or the halfway mark, I kind of said, Jesus, this feels like it's doable. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember recording the video and I said, people ask us why we do it and I says, I'll tell you why we do it because for the next, or for 40 hours, you being 24 because you won it, but me, it was 40 <laughs> hours. I, I was going to use up the whole fucking 40. I've done it in 38. But I said, for 38 hours, our minds are just totally submerged in wildlife and beauty and the surroundings and, and no worries. Yeah, it's just getting out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And getting out and running. So, yeah. yeah. But um, right, a quick one about your preparation. How did you prep for for Kerry just going forward? Like, around, not really the field. Obviously, our training yeah, would have been yeah. that high intensity. But around the, the days leading up to Kerry, what would you have eaten? And yeah, I would say the days leading up. Like, 
I wouldn't be a big carb loader type person. People are mad for all that stuff. I think it, I think that I think that's changing though these days. Yeah, I oh, agree. Just a good healthy healthy diet, like a simple. Irish type fucking food, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you put yeah. out the drink. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then trying to get sleep is 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 the most important thing. Sleep and um, I don't do a lot of mobility work, but I, uh, sometimes I try. Yeah. To do it, but I'm not very good at it. But I think that's quite important. But then yeah, it's just sleep and clearing the mind. But this year it was hard to do because I mean there was a lot of negativity towards Kerry in, um, this year in 2020. Obviously, um. Because we didn't even know if it was going ahead until kind of a week or a few days before, so it, it, it can drag you down. And to be honest, at times I just thought, oh, I just either cancel it or it's going ahead. But mm. it went ahead. I was going to be there no matter what, even if we got a day's notice. I was still going down. Yeah, um, I was meant to be in at the UTMB in Chamonix, like one of the biggest trail races in the world. So I was meant to be there the weekend before. So as soon as that got cancelled, I, you know, I signed Kerry. up to Kerry. Yeah, yeah, there's the only thing going on. So I like I'll go there. Happy days. So um, yeah, for me as well, the carb loading bit, I, I, I do, I think it's just, because we used to go away with a group of lads to, to from countries in Europe, Marathon, yeah, yeah. and the carb load was just like a big session at, at the field yeah. table. <laughs> not um, not drinking, obviously, but just, we used to just get like big fucking everything. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and we're all carb loading, but it can't be good for you that either. No, you're carrying it like uh, Yeah. Unless you have a good you, dump before the race. Like I yeah, I don't, I don't know much about nutrition, but right. I don't see, I don't, I, yeah. it's never affected me in any way. Right, like, uh, right. another thing I was going to ask you as well, um, around your, during the race uh, with your nutrition, like you, you wouldn't have stopped, I was, I was able to sit down, have yeah. a hot meal, change my shoes, what way do you eat on, no, on your stops? I didn't stop, so I had a, we all had crews, but the, so I don't stop, I don't sit down anyway, that's one of the most important things, right. I never sit down, right. unless I really, really have to, which I did at one stage, but um, for me, I had told the crew, I had two spare um, so, um, bottles, say, that I had a, a sachets of high five in each of them, so each right. one of them contained about um, 180 calories, say. Right. So I had that and then two packets of cliff blocks, I don't know, they're like, oh, they're like Harry Potter, yeah, 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 <laughs> jelly type right. things. So I just said to the lads, just have that sitting on the bonnet of the car and I'll just give you two empty bottles and I'll be gone. Deadly. So that worked. It worked all the way up to Sneem. So about 140k in. But then um, I just had to get a bit of a... I had to get my leg bandaged up. Just had a little bit of a cut. Right. So I had to sit down then at Sneem to get that wrapped up. And then when I sat down then, I was eating and stuff and it was getting... The sun was gone now. So it, it got cold quite quick. Once you sit down, there's a bit of wind got cold quite quick so then I, I really struggled to get going again right. even though I was I was I think at Sneem I was 45 minutes ahead of the the FKT the fastest known time for Kerry right. so to be that far ahead and then in the next 50k oh. I'd, lost, I'd finished an hour an hour behind it so that's how much Jeez, time I lost, from, lost from, from just but in the fairness in Kerry I went out at a pace I could withstand, but it was probably a tad bit too fast. Okay. Like, yeah, we went Looking to, back. We went we went hard, but the, I went there to learn. It didn't bother me if I didn't win that yeah. race or whatever. I went there to push my own limits to see what I could actually do. And I, so I got to, got to learn a bit of, of how hard I could actually go in, in, a, in a 200k race. Savage. Because, yeah, it's, um, it, look, I even take a bad race, I take the good out. I take, right, what lessons can I learn from it? Where did it go wrong? You know what I mean? What can I do next time in order to improve? So for you, it was a, a big learning course. It was, a learning it, course, it was yeah. education for you. Yeah, because I did it before. I'd done the carry in 2018, so I knew what it was about, you know. Right. So it was just to 
just yeah, take the chance to to, to learn exactly. What yeah. what position? Where did you come in twenty eighteen? First, uh, did yeah. you win it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's my God. Like I just tell people real quick of the story of um, the day after the race, after I completed Kerry, I was buzzing, man, because I got to, I was able to just complete a two hundred k run walk, whatever you want to call it, but because I only ever done 103k, but I done that through the night in Wicklow weeks before yeah, because yeah. we heard it was going ahead. And then um, for me, like I couldn't believe, I, I met you in the car park, remember we started chatting? Yeah, at the petrol station. At, there, yeah, at yeah. the petrol station and then and uh, I had said to Gav, I said, oh, I know your face. And he goes, oh yeah, I'm from Ballard and blah, blah, blah. And I was trying to get you to join the Cherry Orchard Running yeah. Club. <laughs> Which, um, and then, it was only the next day I bleed looked on the Facebook and I realised you were the winner. I didn't even yeah. know I was talking to the winner of the Kerry Bay Ultraman, <laughs> which is fucking so kind of funny. Yeah, I won it in 2018, but the weather in 2018 was absolutely awful. Jesus. It was grand during the day, Oi. but once it got to about, I'd say, five in the evening, it rained non-stop all the way till... What time did we finish? We would have finished at about nine in the morning. Because it took a bit longer, 26 and a half hours. Wow. A bucket of down rain, like... If you think your feet were bad this year, you want to see the state of my feet in 2018. Did you lose any toenails? Oh, the ten of them. Ten yeah, of the whole ten. ten, the ten. Fuck. Because they got so wet. No way. They got so wet and then they expanded and then I, I had no crew back then either. Oh, holy shit. So, so my shoes were just like, it's the only pair I had and I was suffering with foot issues early on in the race. Not early on, but like, yeah. I mean, 10, 12 hours in. Early wow. on enough for that kind of race. So you just had to grind it out like that was that was a good. That was battle. punishing, guys. That was good. That uh, was a good learning curve. Then one. Sure. <laughs> one thing I learned about this race was, I, I, like, who the fuck has five and six pairs of runners, right, in that gaff, right? Yeah. So even though the, the run hub gave me runners and sponsored me and stuff, but I still only had like three, two old pairs and a, another pair with me trail runners. Only one yeah. pair of trail runners I had. Yeah. So I brought the three of them down. Well, in the first fucking two sections, they were gone. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. And then for me, it was just like I, I, I was lucky enough. A friend of mine had, had took a pair off that night and dried them in the gaff that he was he was staying in, and well, it was a long story. Yeah, but I only changed shoes once. Now I was lucky enough. I, good. I, just where was it? Waterville. Yeah, I changed in Waterville. Halfway, Mark Ruffley. After that boggy section from um, oh. up Temple Now from yeah. Temple Now to Waterville. Is that it? I think. Yeah, I, I think right that's there. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Deadly, so dead. that's when I changed. So I remember you saying on, uh, I think it was I was listening to your Joe Duffy interview, and you had your three, <laughs> your, your three goals were, what was your three goals for the race? Three goals. The first one was to beat the course record, and if I had done that, I was pretty sure I was going to get the other two. Right. One of them was to win then. Yeah. So I got, got that, that, and then the other one was under 24, so I got that. The Deadly, only one I didn't man. get was the, okay. the fastest time. But or, sure, it doesn't matter. It doesn't no, matter. It doesn't, it doesn't, for you, it's, it's just it's, a target. Like, yeah, You exactly. have to have targets. If you don't have targets, you won't. Yeah, you won't. I, 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 I have, I feel that like if you don't have a goal of some sort, that's why the coron, the coronavirus are fucking a lot of people up. People that wouldn't be as strong minded as yourself and me, you don't know where they're going. There's no races lined up. There's no nothing. But for me, I just set, I set a target for for a certain time, a certain race, a distance, and that's my motivation to keep training. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where a lot of people yeah, are struggling yeah. with that type of stuff. Yeah, you know what it's mean? hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard. You kind of have to just put it, yeah. in, put it into the back of your mind. Definitely, just get it done. Definitely. So come here. What's the What's, what was it like to win, really quickly? Ah, yeah. It's always nice to win. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great to, it's great to finish force, to, to have the capability to, to, to finish force. It's yeah. not all about winning, but you know what I mean? It is nice yeah, it stuff. is. It's about taking part. Brilliant. And come here, have you any, um, what's your next challenge? What's up next for you, uh, do you think, if there's anything? Yeah, there's up? meant to be a race on this week in Wicklow, but God only knows what's going to happen now. Um, it's called Stones Cross the Lug. It's open mountain running navigation. Right. So we go from kind of the back of Tala on the Wicklow border to Lugnaquilla and taking a load of summits on the way. Right. 
so you have to find your own way, which is tricky enough, actually. Right, right, definitely. So with that, and maybe then the Wicklow Way at the end. Of, Wicklow Way is the end of this month, so that's from Clonigal to Dublin. Yeah, um, that 100, was 127k. Deadly, because that was one of the routes we took. We we didn't know Kerry was going ahead with, it. and then when he got the phone call, the fella who gives me a bit of guidance now, what well, he turned around, he said to me, he goes right, look at, we're going to do a night run from. I think it's not far from Clonigal. It was only 103k or something. Yeah, yeah, to Marley. To but back to. Johnny Fox's, that's where oh, we finished, yeah, so yeah, was it, yeah. I can't remember the exact location. Yeah. But um, I done that, and that fucking, that was horrible for me, Gaff. Like, right, when I say yeah. horrible, it was just the tough. It, it, like, I really, I have a video on my YouTube thing, right, and you see me, I'm literally nearly, it looks like I'm death warmed up, <laughs> right, walking along, just saying, I've only AK left. Yeah. And my body was just spent. Yeah. And I was thinking, there's not a chance I'm finishing Kerry, because I was so suffered. But because it was a night time run, I think it had more of an effect on me. Yeah, You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, Nights, night running tired, like it's tough going, like it's just like it's tough in the mind, yeah, because it? it's not normal, it's not yeah. like to be out there at night time. Like, you're just your peripheral vision yeah. is just black, all you're seeing is the way the torchlight is. Yeah, yeah. So, for me, I remember when the sun came up on that day, and it was like fucking, yeah, it was like, of life, like, it was like bleeding, God had bleeding appeared, yeah. there was a rainbow on top of the mountain, and it was just hallelujah for me. And I always knew that we don't carry on the Friday. And then getting the getting the night section. My goal was just to get through the night section in Kerry. And if I done that, I knew I was yeah, yeah. good chance of getting home. Yeah. Right. Um. Before we wrap it up, real quickly. Um. Top tips for ultra running. Has there not? If, if there was a top tip, you could give top someone. Top tip. Top tip. Jesus. If you have issues with your feet, and anyway, treat them before they become a problem. Like if you have, if you feel like you have a blister, you want to take off your shoe and and and. and you running? You mean in yeah, on the, the race? Yeah, the race. Yeah, okay. at, at the checkpoint. I, I would. And anyway, I've done it. Like I've stopped yeah. in the, I've stopped in the middle of nowhere. Took off my shoe when I got loaded of stones in it because I knew if I kept going to the checkpoint, it was it'd be too late. It would already be a problem. Right. So I took out my shoe and washed it in, in a river. Because I'd crossed the river in the race and it's filled with with, Stone. with stones. Shit. So I said I could keep going. For another 5k to the checkpoint, I just sort it out now. Right. So you just stop sorting out. That'd be one, and then it just makes sure you're enjoying it like this. It's not putting too much pressure on it. Don't be worrying about doing, doing five, six, seven, eight hour training runs. It's not necessary. Right. Right. So, but, so shorter runs will maybe yeah, be a tough ones. Me and anyway, not even too tough. Just get out there and enjoy the trails. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend spending more times in the hills rather than on concrete, like. Um, yeah, oh, I'm not a big concrete man now, to be honest. Like, no, well, I'm starting to be a bit pissed off for all to get out. Like, I love running, but I, I try to get out as best I can because it's part of my job now. I still yeah. get out and do it. But um, the what else was I going to say? Yeah, for for me, I, I remember when I started feeling blisters, I was just plastering with Vaseline because I didn't want them to burst. Yeah, well, because, that's because helping. I, like, yeah, it's, yeah because it's, I was thinking, I always remember when a blister burst, the stinging sensation is horrible. Yeah. So I kind of tried to mask it and hope that I get to the end of the race, which yeah. I did. I was delighted with. But me, the, the the blisters under my toenails and all, they were lifting the nails yeah. off the feet. They You're were probably horrible. better off bursting it sooner right now. I'm now no expert in this, yeah. but for me, if I got it, <laughs> You'd bust I'd it. be bursting it. Right. Because if you don't burst them, the fluid fills up more and then it spreads it's the huge. blister out over a, over, over a bigger surface well, area. Believe that's, that's what happened to me. Like, I can only speak for myself. Yeah, well, like. no, it's, it's funny <laughs> that you say that because for me, under the ball of my feet, there was a blister. Yeah, I left it, I wiped ones, it. Yeah. But before, before I got to the, I think it was the last section, from was it Kenmare? Was that the last one stopped? The last sex Kenmare to Clarny. Clarny. Yeah. I could literally feel the water under my feet. Yeah, like the, yeah. in the blister. It was yeah. at the spreading the right across my fucking yeah, whole foot, yeah. which was horrible. It's nasty. It yeah. takes a while to recover from them. Yeah, definitely. Come here then, real quick, another one. Um the best trail run you've ever done. 
Which one was the best race, basically? Oh, the best? It had to be the, the UTMB, TDS. The, is that in uh, France? Yeah, it's, it's, so the UTMB is probably the biggest trail festival in the world. So one of the races is called the TDS. So um, that's definitely the best one. It's a 145k with about 9,000 metres climbing. Wow. So it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough, 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 long race. Right. That was one of my best results probably in, I got. Really? I finished like... 31st overall, so that was a good result, you know. And, and world class runners, all in it, yeah. The pretty top. much the best of the best, all the Spanish Italians, right? That kind of thing, yeah, right. And um, what is it, yeah? Best trail runners, ah. what would you go with? Like, uh, if, if someone was to, like, cause in our club, right? I, I guide everyone over to the specialist, right? They run up, but uh, like, sometimes you, you like you won't uh, always get what you want, you know what I mean? It's but um, but the run, see, they, they, they're more, I don't know what they're, they're road I don't runners. know, they're road runners, yeah, 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 yeah. No but, but for trails, trails. but uh, <laughs> at the moment, I use the Columbia Trans Alp Tree, right? But uh, and how are you finding them really yeah, good? Those ones are really good now. I would say the. Uh, I am sponsored by no, them. No, like, no, but that's normal. Like, no, but thousands are really good, really, really good. They, all the all the Columbia series this year are really good. Deadly. Um I must try them. Some of the ones last year I didn't really enjoy, but this year the Trans Alp Tree have got me through good few events, loads of events. Yeah. And if anyone wants to get them, the the, the Columbia ones, where's the best place in oh, Dublin online, to go? Online, I'd say online, online. Yeah, there's a shop in town. It's what it's through another shop, but right. from the direct from the website. Just tell the But um, have you any other sponsors to help you out? No, no, no. no. That's it. Just, just, right. just. Uh, Right, yeah, so if, if anyone's listening to this who wants to give Gavin L sponsor, don't hesitate <laughs> to give him a call. <laughs> um, right, I'm going to finish up on that, Gavin. The last thing before we go, the highlight of your career, obviously, is just what you just said to me there. Would it be well, an um, What's the know, highlight of your career? Probably um, breaking the record of the... There's a thing called, I don't know whether you know, the Wicklow Round. So I don't the, know, because I'm new to it a yeah, lot of it as well. The Wicklow Round is a navigation challenge. It starts in, up in the Saddy Gap at Kipior Gate there. I know, so you well. have to you have to cover yeah you'd be up there on the bike a lot mm. so you'd have to cover twenty six peaks you have to cover twenty six peaks it's roughly about one hundred and fifteen kilometers with about six thousand meters ascent and yeah to in order for it to be successful you have to finish it within twenty four hours so this year I broke the record but the record was broken three times this year. Right. But then I broke it by over eighty minutes, so it's it's last minutes, year. Last, last year, I mean, it was broken yeah. three times, so I broke it last year by by eight, 80 minutes, seventy nine minutes, I think eighty. Savage yeah. stuff, so. Gavin. It's been a pleasure, and um, look, I can't thank you enough. Look, I, I only met you for the first time in Kerry. You're a sound fella. You're one of the nicest pet people I've ever met, and I'm hoping that. Like I get loads of knowledge from you, and, <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. yeah, but now really and truly, Gav. Again, thanks very much, and um, everyone. That was Gavin Bourne, the, the winner of the Kerry Bay Ultra, and someone that has had it inspired me to do more than just two hundred k now, or yeah, maybe do shorter much. runs. Yeah. But uh, thanks very much, Gavin. No